Good morning, my friends. Welcome to the Coffee Run Live, episode number 407. Coming at you live, obviously, because that is what we do. So, what I thought I would <laughs> come to you with today, I don't know how this is going to go. I'm, I'm a little tired. Had an amazing weekend uh, delivering to eight wonderful, amazing badasses in live and in the room. And hey, Jeremy, hey, Georgina, uh, getting to do like the thing that I love to do was very, very um, content heavy and, and fun, but so much fun. Uh, the feedback's been really great, which is amazing as, as always, um, you know, everybody loves a bit of external validation, right? Um, so I thought that I would just share with you, you know, just this, this really, um, it kind of hit me on, on Saturday night. So like my process uh, with with my events, like with the live events and things like that that I run, the way that I kind of do this is I make sure that I'm, you know, showing up the same way that I would at an event, um, you know, in terms of how I dress, how I prep and, and all of that kind of thing. And then also it's interesting because I haven't run the, I haven't run the visible live event from home while everybody's here and, and things like that before. So it's really interesting. Hey, Amanda, really kind of curious because usually what I would do is I, I run the event like, and then like, so we've got day one and, and we finish up usually around 4, 4.30 and then I'll go and I'll order food I get my pajamas on or I'll go have a salt bath or whatever just to kind of like get the day off and not in a bad way, just kind of like clean me, clean my energy and, you know, really work on, on that. And then I'm in bed usually by about half past seven, um, sleeping, sleeping, sleeping. And then the next morning I'll wake up, go for a walk and then go through it all again. So it was really interesting though. Uh, like my, my whole family's home because, you know, that's where we live and I'm running this from home. So Saturday night was kind of different and interesting, uh, like really trying to be present with them. And I was like, you guys, I, I can't, like I'm, I'm, I'm out of here <laughs> in order for me to be able to present and deliver. But the thing, like this feeling on Saturday night was just like, and last night as well, even though being like bone tired, like tired to the bone, it was just like, this is you know, this is the best thing ever. Like I, I can do this all the time. This just, it just lights me up. I just, I really, really love it. And I love that people get so much out of it. It's just, it's just such a blessing to be able to do the work that you do. And I had an interview this morning with a very lovely, amazing lady by the name of Amy Space, a musician in the, in the US, really big and kind of like the folk music genre and Nashville, you know, truck tours around all the time, uh, run a, won a really amazingly huge award in the UK actually early, earlier on in the year in January. And we were talking about, um, you know, doing the work that we love and how sometimes even for, for her, you know, she was saying that there are times where she can get like really bored with her stuff and, you know, things like that. And, you know, some of the ways that she'll, you know, the ways that she'll try and like reinvigorate herself. And like, so we were talking about that. And I thought that what was really kind of, um, I suppose, really interesting to me is that whether you are an, an entrepreneur, whether you're an artist, whether you're an author, what whatever it is, whether you're a musician, 
you know, that there is this kind of this dance that happens and it's not the first time that I've heard heard this. It's kind of like there's this dance between the, the like almost like I, I like I like to think of it like the calling of your soul of, of things that you just have to do. And then there's also, you know, the, 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 the whole concept that talent isn't everything. You know, you can have an amazing voice. You can have an amazing concept. You can have an amazing um, belief system. You can have an amazing way of teaching people. But just because you've got that talent there, it doesn't mean, or that, that artistry, it doesn't mean that you don't also have to practice your craft. And, and that was the language that she used. I thought, yeah, this is really, this is really cool. Because, like, I'll, I'll talk about mastery a lot, right? And, and showing up and being consistent and, and practicing. And, you know, the, the best thing that you could do if you're, if you're scared of being on camera, hey, Jessica, I hope you're feeling well. Um, if, if, you, if you know that you have to show up and be, be on camera and if you're scared about it, the best thing that you can do is practice, right? Practice every day. Um, and, and so that was just kind of like, yeah, like for somebody who is, is a successful artist, she makes a living doing this full time. She also teaches aspiring musicians, artists, singers, singer-songwriters um, to, to be able to do this as well for themselves. And I said, you know, how do you, you know, what do you see in in people was was kind of the question I was asking. And she said, you know, it's really awesome when you're working with someone and you're just like, you know what, you've got it. Like you've, you've just got it. And, you know, the way that I kind of like interpret that, and, and this was reflected over the weekend, is like, I just see, hey, Linda, I see these, these people, people like yourselves who are, you know, potentially a bit scared, a bit tentative, a bit worried, frustrated, overwhelmed, whatever, with, with showing up online. And something that Amy said this morning, she said, you know, it's just like one of the biggest things is that, that people just get really hung up on, on what other people are going to say, right? And, and people telling them that they're good when perhaps they're not, or people telling them that they're not good when perhaps they are. You know, so she she was talking about the importance of having mentors and coaches and, and things like that. I was like, yes, I agree with you. But, but the thing that was really curious is, you know, she said, you know, there are just some people that are, you know, that they just, that if, they, if they're practicing and if they're showing up and if they're doing the thing, if they're nailing their craft, sometimes you don't have to have the most amazing voice. But if you've refined your craft to the point where you can you can do what it is that you do so damn well and you've been practicing it you've done your 10,000 hours of mastery that that can be one of the things that will carry you through like yeah I totally agree with that totally agree with that and so you know it's, it's this daily practice right and and how this relates to your marketing how this relates to your visibility and how this relates to your social media and you guys showing up you know, the thing is, is that every single person has, well, nearly every single person, many, many people have been worried, stressed, overwhelmed, scared of, of showing up and selling themselves, right? And this is what she said, like this woman doesn't, doesn't play with a huge band, like it's her on stage and her guitar. And she said, you know, it's this really, it's very different to, you know, relying on, on, on everybody else, you know, if you're, if you're playing in a band, but when it's you, you know, you're really selling your own heart and soul. Hi, Una. Selling your own heart and soul and, and, and sharing this. And I said, oh, that, that's, really, that's really amazing. And I completely agree. And, you know, I know my, my people 
feel like that is like you're not most of you are not selling a widget you're selling you as the vehicle for what you do right and so you know that's really that's just so fascinating and i think the thing that she said is so how do you how do you kind of for her it's like how do you shift or how did you shift or what advice do you do do you give to help people kind of get out of this thing and she said well it comes down to confidence but confidence doesn't happen it's not a pill you can take it's not something magical you know it comes with you it's a really beautiful way that she said this it's like it comes from that the confidence comes from changing it to being about you and making what you're doing about them and i'm like where has this woman been all my life? You know, this, this she's like singing my song. <laughs> she's singing from my song sheet. Hi, Kate. Good morning. And I was like, yeah, totally. You know, the second, you guys, like the second, if we're feeling like, man, she was talking about the muse and the critic, right? And the muse is this, is, is the, like the devil and the angel. Like the muse is that person within our head who's like, yeah, you've got this. Yeah, you can do this. Yes, you're special. You're amazing. You're awesome. You know, go, go, go. And and helps us to kind of capture our our thoughts and our thinking and 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 the brilliance and the and the amazingness and the awesomeness that is us. And then we've got this critic uh, that that resides that that will, you know, like little cockroaches kind of like skittering across your brain. You know, she, she was saying that they can come up, but you could give that like a stern talking to. And if it comes up, you can just be like, hey, that's enough now. I'm not here for you. I'm here for them. You know, this is not about me. And the, the overwhelming, um, obvious thing that, that I think has been the thing that ripples through everybody that I've ever worked with ever, the people who have really made it work, have, have been showing up not because they want to be famous, not because they, they want to be recognized. That's a vehicle for them to be able to do the work that they do, right? Hey, Sarah, it's, it's the vehicle for, for them to be of service for their people. So, and then the confidence comes from you practicing the showing up right? It's, it's having that mental resilience to know, you know, is this real or is this just horseshit? Uh, you know, no, I'm not going to listen to that. I'm just going to step out. So, you know, she was saying that there, there are a lot of people that, a lot of musicians, a lot of artists who have to perform, who, who go through all of this. So I thought that was really curious. And then the confidence thing, I thought, yeah, you know, confidence, um, confidence comes from growth. Hey, Fleur, Confidence comes from practicing. Confidence comes from showing up. Confidence comes from understanding that there is that muse and the critic, that there is the little devil and the angel, and that there are going to be the little nitty-gritty things. And you know what she said? It was really kind of cool. She said, you know, one of the things that... Because I said, you know, what happens if that happens on stage? You know, what do you do? And she said, well, like, I might break a string. Or she said, there are times where I forget. I might forget a lyric. And to me... uh you know, my my imagination. If I'm singing a song, one of my songs. If I'm on stage, sing, which I don't do this, but I'm putting myself in that in her shoes. If I'm sitting singing on stage and I forget a lyric, I'd be mortified because I'm like, this is my freaking song. Like I should know the words, right? And she said, you know what? It, it's kind of like if if that happens, and and what we were talking about really like comes down to vulnerability. But, you know what she what she was saying is that you know when when things don't go quite according to script. 
right? Or things don't quite go according to plan. You break a string or you forget a lyric. In your worlds, it might be where you go off on this crazy tangent on a on a live stream or you... Um, you know, something comes out of left field and it's just like, whoa, like what just happened there? You know, she said, the thing is, is that if you know, if you go, oh, that's a little bit weird, call it out. You know, oh, I've lost my train of thought. Oh, look, I've just broken a string. It's all right, you guys, just give me a sec. You know, I'll, I'll hook that back up. It's all right, I've got this. You know, not trying to pretend that it doesn't happen. You know, she, she was saying, she's this example of how if, she, if she's forgotten a lyric, she'll like just be like twigging away on the guitar and kind of like going, come on, like saying it out loud, talking to like the universe or spirit, she was saying. And he's like, come on, <laughs> you know, what are the words? Come back to me, come back to me. And, you know, she said, like, sometimes it pops back in and other times it's just like, no. So then she'll say, like, have this conversation going, okay, great, that's fine. Let's move on. Let's play a different song because it's not coming back to me today, you guys. She said, like, sometimes when the, when the critic then comes in because the natural or, like, almost like the programmed response is like, oh, my God, they're going to hate me. Oh, my God, they're, gonna, they're not going to think that I'm good enough or that I'm not professional enough or whatever the, 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 the skittering thought might be. She said, she's, she said, like, she's actually said, okay, well, that's fine. You know, I, I'm, you know, you think that I'm not good enough? All right, well, let's go. You know, let's go. I'll, I'll prove you wrong. And so she'll have this verbal out loud conversation almost but not quite like with the, with the critic or with that with that devil on a shoulder that that skittering thought and she said she'll actually talk to the audience say oh you know I'm just talking to the, the the voices in my head so you know just don't worry about me let's get back into it and it's like on with the show and I think part of the thing that happens with people on the internet is that it's, it's really easy to get caught up in the fear and the worry of not having the right words, forgetting what you're saying, losing your train of thought, um, not being taken seriously, not being seen as being professional or professional enough. And really at the end of the day, the, the overwhelming thing that is, is true is that people want to know that you're human right? Because if you fuck up, it actually gives permission to other people that, you know what, it's okay. It's okay. We're not, we're not out here trying to be perfect. We're just out here trying to do the absolute possible best thing that we can do. There was a, um, an interview that Elizabeth Gilbert, um, did with Russell Brand. Um, I listened to last week or the week before, I think I might've talked about it in a coffee run actually. And one of the things that she was talking about and she's talked about in the past has been about her writing process. Hi, Naomi, um, about her writing process. And I thought it was really curious because she was saying that, you know, sometimes the writing, like she'll write, 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 and then work it and then work it and then work it. And then she's like, okay, you know, this is, this is, <laughs> if you want this book to be better, <laughs> you're going to have to you know, give me, give me something more, you know, she, she'll have this conversation with, you know, God or source or the universe or spirit, whatever, you know, language works for you. And, you know, just gonna, just, I can only do the best that I can do. And I think the, the thing that we've all, all got to come back to is that, you know, we beat ourselves up for things not being perfect a lot of the time, or we can slip into that if we're feeling a bit vulnerable or whatever, you know, coming back and, and reminding ourselves that actually, all that's required of you, in my opinion, all that is required of you is for you to show up and do the absolute best that you can do today. And that might be different 
to what it looks like next week or tomorrow or you know in three weeks from now or in three months from now all anybody can ever ask is that you always do your best and you know trust that um you're always making the right choices and the decisions and that you have if, if you have committed hey Geordie if you've committed to you know really leveraging your artistry your creativity your ability to you know kind of follow that trust and then you're mastering your craft which is where you have to practice and you have to be doing the do and you, you're committed to getting better and better and better every day you have a way of being able to deal with the muse and the critic then you're automatically going to be able to step into confidence one of the big things that she also said was don't make it about you make it about them make it about the audience and what I loved about this, it kind of echoes a lot of what I teach. Hey, Catherine, echoes a lot of what I teach around niche and, and your hot cold clients and, and how, you know, you don't have to try and serve everybody. What she was saying is that when you're on stage, what, what she does is like she just thinks about that one person, one person in the room that she knows needs to hear like whatever song it is, that is going to help them either transform their life, re-inspire them, motivate them, let them know that they're not alone. And, you know, I think this is, it's a really great conversation actually for, for you to have around this whole uh, very clinical way of looking at niching, which is the demographics, the age, how many children, where do they live, yada, 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 which I'm not saying is not important, but it's not everything. The thing that we've got to come back to at, at all times for real marketing to really kind of cut through is that you've got to stop worrying about the fucking reach. You've got to stop worrying about how many people are liking, commenting and sharing your stuff because it's not a true representation of the lives that you're impacting, right? You might do a live stream today and not have any comments on there, but have a conversation with somebody in two weeks time, right? Who will say, oh my God, I watched that video that you did about that thing, or I read that blog that you wrote about that thing. And it really made me think, and it really transformed how I felt, or, you know, I hated it, which meant that I had to go and explore why, or I absolutely freaking loved it. Or, you know, I was talking with my friend about it and then they went and did this thing. You know, you have no idea. You have no idea how much the stuff that you put out there is creating a ripple and you don't have to try and fix everyone you don't have to try and save everyone you don't have to try and inspire everyone you've just got to think about all right when i'm showing up in my marketing I've just got to find that one person today who's that one person that i can help who's that one person that i can motivate who is that one person that i can inspire and then come straight back into trust and, and obviously, we've got to have ways of being able to monetize your stuff. And I know that you've got to make sales and yada, 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 all of that. Like we've got a commercial responsibility to our businesses. Otherwise, it's not even a charity. It's, just, it's a hobby. Um, but just think about that one person that, that you can help inspire and motivate today. And, and that's your job. Right? Everything else will work. So uh, I was very, I walked away very inspired from that interview, as you may well be able to tell. Uh, so I really, I was like itching to share the, the insights with you about that. So it was just like, oh man, you know, it's, it's really nice to have, um, you know, have this opinion conceptually around, around your, your thinking, right. And around what you, what you, what you're advocating for. And, and I've drawn a lot about on my experiences performing and, and showing up and things like this. 
Um, it's really amazing to have someone in a completely different industry echo almost like almost word for word sometimes the stuff that you're saying as well. And she doesn't know me from a bar of soap. So really, 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 um, really great morning. Pardon me. So the other thing that I wanted to show you is this. Oh my God, Jordi, I can't wait to share the interview. She rocked. It was just amazing. Hey, Gaia, I was just sharing um, the insights from my interview with Amy. So Gaia actually introduced me to Amy. Um, and I had that interview this morning. She's, she's an absolute, absolute rock star, total legend. Love her to, be, love her to pieces. Uh, so check this out, you guys. Oh my God. So I want to show you something. Hang on a second. Uh, so you, um, this was the original cover of Visible and I've got all my notes and stuff in here um, for, for different things to reference. So this was the cover or it is the original cover of Visible. All right, trying not to get the reflection in there. It's pretty dark. It's probably not really very visible. Uh, just quietly. You know, looks like that. It was really cool at the time. We loved it. I loved it. Um, and I thought it was super creative and, and things like that. And I I really loved it. And upon having, you know, when you do things and um, you kind of go, hmm, that was an interesting decision. That was an interesting choice. And in hindsight, it was like, what were you thinking? Well, anyway, that was the original cover of Visible. And this is, oh, I just poked myself in the freaking eye. Good job, Nick. Um, this is the new cover of Visible, which actually incidentally came in uh, with one of the concepts. Let me turn that off. Uh, was one of the concepts when we came up with this. So it's done by the same designer who's ridiculously amazing, Ellie Schroeder. Um, complete creative genius, by the way. Uh, we had like these two concepts and I think there are another couple of book concepts and we, I went out and I asked some people what we, what we should go with. And this was the response, right? So now I've got this one. And it's really interesting because I was talking with my publisher about Into the Spotlight and, and Visible and we were talking about the cover and, and, you know, marketability and this, that, and the other. And she said, oh, I probably would have picked a different cover. And I said, yeah feel like it might be time to update it. So, oh, I love it. And funnily enough, it kind of ties in with like the, the content map that I had designed. It ties in with, you know, all of the, the, the kind of fresh and updated branding and, and everything like that. So we've got the very pretty back cover and then like that and then like that. So, so excited. This is the proof. Really excited to have that. Hopefully, we'll we'll have um, the purchasable copies of of that um, ready by the end of the week. So so pumped about that. So so pumped. So my friends, I am going to love you and leave you because I am not working this afternoon. I am taking this afternoon to go hang with my family to recharge because I am tired. <laughs> I am tired today. So I'm going to go and recover, rejuvenate, get rested, connect with my very fabulous people. Uh, thanks for coming and hanging out with me. I will share the interview with you guys a little later on. Um, thank you for sharing. I really, it's been really great to spend a bit of time with you. Have an amazing day. Have a great afternoon. Get out there, go help some people, have a whole ton of fun doing it. And remember, the world is so ready for your brand of awesome. I'll talk to you tomorrow. Bye.